Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome this Monday morning to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you along with me today. Hope you had a good weekend. And um, God certainly blessed us here at Maranatha Baptist Church. We had a lot of people out with sickness. Good night. A lot of that sickness is going around. But I'm thankful for the people that were faithful to church. Still had a full house. And many people saved and baptized. That's always a good thing. And I appreciate um, appreciate everything that is done. Um, how the Lord certainly blesses. And um, I'm, I'm grateful of that. Let me, if I can, explain something real quick from our post I put up every Sunday night about what happens on Sunday. Somebody mentioned yesterday that um, I don't need to doubt about um, talking about profession of faith. To that individual, I'll say this to you, and I normally don't respond, but I think you need to watch your um, ignorance just a little bit. If you know what a profession of faith is, it means that that's Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart, God says that we're to confess with our mouth. The profession of faith, somebody, they got saved, now they profess it. Also, a soul-winning church also has people that get saved out on the street that they come to church and make a profession of faith. So before you spew your ignorance, you might ought to understand what somebody's saying, and instead of going public with it, you ought to just try to maybe talk to them privately first. I get tired of people attacking soul-winning churches. If you're a soul-winning church, you'll have more professions of faith in a service than you will in a church service. So please understand that when I say this. I'm not trying to be mean. I just, I just get tired of people trying to pick soul-winning apart. And these are people that likely are not um, avid. So they enjoy seeing the results. And I'm not against people being saved in the service. But when someone walks the aisle and says, I got saved, that's a profession of faith. They didn't get saved. You don't get saved twice. You get saved once. For me to say Everybody that walked my aisles got saved. That would be a lie because we have, we're a soul-winning church, and many of these come to the services, and they make a profession of faith. Now, some of these that make a profession of faith do get saved, and I'm thrilled with that. But most of ours, we have more people that make a profession of faith than we do saved in the service. We have both. So to me, the easiest way to make a post is to say make a, they made a profession of faith. You follow the old timers, those who love Brother Hiles, they'll, they'll understand. He talked about these made a profession of faith. Brother Hiles talked about it. Lee Robertson talked about it. I can't talk about it. J. Frank Norris don't, wasn't alive in his day. But I just want to kind of clear that up just a little bit because sometimes I think people think they need to spew their ignorance and they just truly, they truly need to understand everything. I'm 55 years of age, been around this my whole life. And to say that I'm softening on the sing of salvation, I would challenge anybody on that. If anything, I'm getting stronger. If anything, I'm seeing more people saved now in my lifetime than I ever have. So getting soft, I'm not. And for that, I, take, I, I, will take a, I will take exception because you're going after my church. You're going after my Savior, being able to save people on the street. And I don't appreciate that, and neither does my God. So I think that you need to watch what you say. Otherwise, now let me go, if I can, to our online article. I want to talk to you today about gathering the children. In Joel chapter 2 and verse 16, the scripture says, Gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and those that suck the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. In God's call for his people to return, there were several things he specifically mentioned to do. He told them to rend their hearts and call a solemn assembly. He said to blow the trumpets and set themselves apart for a fast. 
He then said to call the people together. In the call for gathering, God specifically mentioned to gather the children. God wanted the children to be as much a part of the assembly as the adults. God was saying, don't leave your children home while the adults serve God. God was saying, whatever you do, do not let the children stay back and live for the world while the parents are getting right with God. God wanted it to be a family affair of the whole family serving God. Now, Satan's attack has always been to win the heart of the children. If Satan could not get the parents, he always attempted to get the children. So in our present society, because evil people cannot change the mind of adults to accept their abominable lifestyles, they have gone after the children, and many are complicit and ignore what is going on. Just as God's call to gather the children, so Satan has made the same call to gather the children. Satan is very willing to lose all the adults, if he can, win the hearts of the children over to his abominable lifestyles and actions. Now, we must gather children if we're going to keep Satan from destroying their minds and lives. Satan is very much after their minds because if he wins their mind, he wins their heart. Now, if there's ever a time for churches to become aggressive about going after the children, it is now. Churches say they're serious about reaching the heart of the children, but their actions certainly don't seem like it. While churches cancel bus routes, church services, Sunday school, Satan has not canceled one of his rock and roll events one of his Hollywood filthy lifestyles, one of his sodomite um, agendas, he's not, done, he's not done that. He's after the heart while churches are, are shutting down. Now God's command to gather children is still his command for today. Instead of putting children in services that play, we ought to keep our children under the preaching of God's word by the man of God, the pastor, the one who leads the church. Instead of showing videos and having worldly youth conferences that mimic Hollywood themes, we ought to have a youth conference that mimics God's word. You see, instead of canceling bus routes, we ought to do everything in our power to add them. As more adults quit attending church, more children will never know what the inside of a church even looks like if we don't get our bus ministries running again. Instead of letting children stay home, while you, while you go soul winning, it would be good for parents to gather the children and take them soul winning with them. The mantra that, well, you ought not to lose your children for the ministry sounds cute. But Satan applauds his mantra as a bunch of worldly parents are sending their children straight to the world and their grandchildren straight to hell because they won't get their children involved in the ministry. I've learned that you don't have to lose your children for the ministry. That you, The best way to keep them from being lost to the ministry, let them serve with you in the ministry. We ought to gather our children and let them sit under us with us in church and serve God with us. This is the way that we turn hearts for children. I want to brag on one parent. Um, uh, as a young, young man in our church, his name is Yahya. And his mom, Jessica, they, she, she took her son with her and so, um, so winning on Saturday. He led his first person to Christ, young, young boy, young man. And um, he's been called to be a missionary. He led his first young person to Christ 
Artie, by the way, Artie has a family in our church um, that he invited church. They came and got saved. Now they're involved in the church, and now he's leading someone to Christ, doing a whole lot more And some of these people that want to criticize everything. Well, children can't do it. Hogwash on you. Get out of your lazy carcass and get out there and do something for God. We're losing the children, my friend. Satan is not let up on trying to reach the children. If anything, we ought to pick it up. Because children are going to hell. Boy, how we need to reach them. How we need to do everything we can to go after the souls of these children. We can reach them before the Satan gets their heart. We have a chance. We have a chance to reach, reach this whole world. Hollywood, um, politics, um, liberal agendas, are, are, they've, they've dialed up the attack against the heart of the child while God's people have stepped back. Shame on us. Somewhere we need to get back to trying to reach children for Christ. Doing everything we can to try to keep the children and get them saved, get them involved in church while they're young so that way they'll serve God the remainder of their lives so we can reach multiple generations by going after the children. Oh, it's not flashy. Yes, you're going to have headaches, but I'd much rather have the headaches and save a nation from hell than to let the children die and go to hell because we're too lazy to run a bus route because we want to watch Monday, uh, Sunday night football or we want to watch Sunday afternoon football instead of bringing people to church. Hey, let's get back to reaching the children, understanding um, not only are our children at stake, but the future generations, our grandchildren, are also at stake. Well, my friend, I hope this is a help to you today. Now let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.